This is the Casual Nerds Podcast with Eri and Matt. Hello, welcome to Casual Nerds, a podcast for casual fans. My name is Eri and with me is... Mega DJ Matt. And yes, we are making a podcast. And here's the funny bit. We are literally not in the same room. Actually, we're not in the same country. We are literally recording this in two separate countries because we're technically online friends. Yep. We decided to why not make this podcast. And right now, I am really nervous because it's my first time. I know a few people who make podcasts, but this is now my first time. And we're doing it in two separate locations. So this will be a fun challenge. Am I right? That's right. Uh, I, I'm recording in California. Yeah. What time is it over there, by the way? 3.29 a.m. I am so sorry. It's fine. I can't sleep anyway. And I'm recording in Sydney, Australia, and it's 8.29 over here. And to start off, why not we just introduce ourselves? So, Matt, tell everyone who you are. Hello, everybody. My name is Mega DJ Matt. I am an ex-DJ. Uh, don't really plan on going back to that profession anytime soon. But somebody wants me to, though. Lol. I might ask him to be a DJ on my future wedding, which might be a topic discussed in another time. It's a funny story, but we'll not talk about it now. So, Matt, what fandoms are you in? Fandoms? Uh, well, obviously, I'm in... Uh, I like anime. I love anime. Um, I also like some other things that are kind of fandoms. Uh, I like Shameless, which is a TV show off of Showtime. Uh... Uh, just for anybody watching, that's totally pretty much an uh, R-rated series, so, yeah. Uh, I also like Avatar The Last Airbender, Samurai Jack, you know, I love Baby Metal, uh, Gravity Falls, uh, Miraculous Ladybug. I like a bit of everything here and there. For me, everyone knows me as the one who likes Dan and Phil, and now that got scrapped into the one who posts lots of Lazy Town. And now I'm getting into Eurovision, Captain Underpants, yes, that's a thing, and probably a few other TV shows that I might watch if I have time, but basically, I'm just in a few fandoms. And what makes us casual nerds, Matt? Like, why did we call our podcast casual nerds? Is it because we're just casual fans of stuff? Yeah, basically, like, we're casual fans. We're not, like, following every little detail, every moment of, like, the day or just every single day. We just casually come in, check things out. You know, just casual nerds. I think eventually when you grow up, you just don't have the time anymore. So you end up falling to the casual fan section of the fandom. And that's why we made this podcast, because we don't know if there are any other casual fans. Like, almost everyone we know are hardcore mega fans who pretty much overanalyze everything. And we just want to enjoy the show. Like, what's wrong with enjoying stuff? What's wrong with just sitting down, watching it, and be like, oh, this is funny. I love it. Uh, there's really nothing wrong with that. It's just some people are all like, oh, you have to know every little thing about the show. Oh, God. Uh, that kind of reminds me of a few bronies I've come across. Where I, like, I've actually talked to some of these people, and some of them are actually really nice and cool. I am not one myself. But, you know, I know a few, and some have actually been just like, how can you not know this? How can you not know that? It's just like, dude, I've only watched maybe a few episodes. Calm down. 
when I started getting really into Eurovision, I joined this Facebook group filled with Australian fans and there was this one post who was like, if you want to be a full-fledged member, why can't we test the people certain questions that true fans know? And here's the funny bit. I only got into Eurovision last year. So memorizing literally 60 plus years of political, social, entertainment, cultural backstory of like, I don't know, like 40 countries in Europe? Hell no. What's wrong with just watching the show? What's wrong with just sitting down, waking up at 5 a.m. just to watch Alexander Ryback perform live? But thank God people agreed that that was a bad idea. And... There are even people who said that it's okay if you just like it for the music. Like, there are different fans out there. So, to all the casual fans probably listening to this, there is no shame to just being a casual fan. Yeah, there's absolutely no shame in it. As much as, you know, the hardcore fans will try to shame you for being a casual fan, you know, just do what you do. We all understand that life gets busy. So you can't follow things like everyone else does. I have a lot of stories revolving around this, but we don't have time for that. Let's just go to the topic that we want to talk about today. Conventions! Yeah! Yeah! So for those who are unaware, um, just recently in Sydney, Australia, they had Smash, which is the Sydney Manga and Anime Show, which is basically an anime convention in Sydney. It's a huge ass convention, and this year was bigger than ever as it was held in the ICC in Darling Harbor. And I swear to God, it was so freaking huge. Like, it's like going to VidCon in Australia. Like, they really step up their A-game and everything. And and due to this, we've decided that our first episode should be our experiences with conventions because here's the fun bit. I didn't go there just to enjoy myself. Well, I did enjoy myself, but I was a volunteer. Even the previous years, I was just a volunteer because why not? Like, they were looking for people who are willing to volunteer their time. And I was like, sure, why not? I don't mind waking up at, like, freaking 4 a.m. just to go. And Matt... Apparently, you're also a volunteer in the past, in previous conventions. Uh, yeah, I didn't do too, too much. I was mainly just the person that would help out with, like, setting up chairs and all that. Um, I actually helped run an entire uh, small, very small convention. It was more like a gathering but I was the person that, um, you know, I selected the music. Uh, whenever there was a challenge, we had certain songs selected just for that challenge, like the Ramenade drinking contest we had once. When was this? Like, which convention was this? Oh, God. It was called uh, The Revenge of the Otakus. And it was a small um, convention that... A bunch of people were trying to get off the ground. This was like the very first one. And so far, as far as I know, uh, the only one that ever happened with that con. I also used to help out sometimes with another convention called uh, Anna Jam, which was um, this very... uh, It started off back in like 2005. No, 2003, actually. And I didn't know about it until 2005 when they had their second convention. I don't know why there was such a big time gap right there or a two-year time gap between the other, between the first convention, but whatever. Gosh, I can remember that like it was yesterday. Being at my very first convention was just amazing because 
I've only ever heard of anime conventions at this point, never been to one. And when I first went to one, I was just like in awe. I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff around. You know, there's anime soundtracks for uh, Azamanga Dayo and Final Fantasy VII, you know, just video games, anime. And I just never seen this stuff before. Like, especially uh, Wall Scrolls, which is where I bought my very first Wall Scroll, which was... Actually, they had, like, a two-for-one deal, like, two for the price of one. I remember there was this one little booth that had a bunch of Final Fantasy VII Wall Scrolls, and uh, I got one for Sephiroth, and I got one with Sephiroth and Cloud on it. You bought a lot of merch, didn't you? Not a lot. Maybe if I'd known about it ahead of time, I would have bought a lot of merch. But I do remember I bought... Two wall scrolls. Um, I bought a VHS tape for uh, My Neighbor Totoro, the original English Fox dub before Disney dubbed it themselves with all new English voice actors and all that stuff. So what is the difference between being a volunteer and actually being an attendee? Well, when you're just an attendee, um, you got to pay for your badge, you know, like full price. And uh, you um, sometimes you can get VIP passes, which gives you special perks, like uh, you get to talk to some of the guests that might be there, whether they be voice actors or animators or artists, you know, stuff like that. While being a volunteer, you get uh, sometimes, depending on the con, you get either your badge, like say half price, like you get half off, or you get to be you get to go there for free, but you know you still gotta work. You gotta you know set up um, chairs and you gotta help set up the stage and whatever they help you, whatever they have you help do. You know, that's what you gotta do to earn to be there for free. Yeah, like when I was in Smash. Are pretty much the rule they had for us is you have to take a lot of pictures. It has to be good. It must be able to tell a story. We are, we can use it for social media and all that jazz. And they also allow us to roam around if if we could. And in previous years, like when I first joined till now, I was able to buy merch a lot, which cost me almost my entire salary, sadly. I'm able to talk with like the guests, like the special guests sometimes. Sometimes I would be like, hey, I'm staff. Can I have a photo? Because there's some guests who are like, you can't take photos with them. But if you're staffed, then they might give you like special permission. As long as you show the badge and everything. But I guess the sucky part is that is if you're like a volunteer, you will miss out on events that you want to do when they do allow you to roam. Like you have to be in certain areas so you can't be in point B if you're, in, if you're like assigned in point A and... Luckily, oddly, this year, my roster allowed me to do almost everything that I wanted. Like, I was able to watch this band perform during my break. I was able to pretty much do almost everything that I kind of had planned if I had the chance to roam around. But at the same time, it was really intense. Like I said, you have to wake up early and... Boy, your legs do actually get tired. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's one major thing about being a convention. Whether you're an attendee or, you know, a volunteer, whatever, you will be walking around a lot. You will get tired. I know this for a fact, especially when I went to Anime Expo in 2009 and then again at 2011. Speaking of 
attending expos. Let's tell weird stories on our times in in these conventions. Like, do you have a weird story you want to share to everyone? I do have one that I can remember right now. All right, so this was at Anime Expo 2009. I was just walking around, you know, checking out the booths and checking out the vendors and, you know, what they had for sale and all that. And I was waiting in line for something, I believe. And this girl who was working at a hentai booth, you know, like they had a tent up, you know, covering everything because you had to have a ID and all that just to go in and see what they had. She walks up to me. She gives me like um, like this little fan you know, that you could just wave around and cool yourself off or whatever, and gives me a CD-ROM, which had a bunch of games on it. And I was just like, well, what is this? All she did was walk up, give it to me. She's like, here you go, and left. Didn't say anything else. So uh, I took it back to my hotel room later on that night, and I popped in the, you know, the disc in my laptop. And I was just all like, what the hell is this? And um, I saw a bunch of hentai games um, posted on there. And I checked, I think, one of them out. And it was literally nothing special. It was just like it would show a picture of an anime character or whatever. There would be some text. And it was just like picture for picture kind of thing. Do you still have the disc? Uh, no. Aw, that's sad. I remember I gave... I had, like, two of them because, like, the next day, I decided, eh, why not? It's there. I checked out what they had in the hentai booth, and it was weird. Especially the body pillows. Because, I mean, like, I've seen some body pillows before, but these were so strangely detailed it was almost kind of creepy. And I, I'm not really a hentai fan. I don't see the attraction to it. I don't really see the attraction to anime characters in general. I can't wait for this podcast to be attacked by angry weeaboos and anime fans saying, how dare you? Just like, how can you not like hentai? Easy. I don't. Guys, we're just casual fans. It doesn't mean we would love every not safe for work artwork there is. Seriously, like... I mean, I can appreciate, like, how much detail goes into some hentais, but it's not like I'm actually going to go up and watch any. The only one I've ever really checked out, and that's because somebody challenged me to because it was super dark and they thought I couldn't handle it, was um, Bible Black. And I would not recommend Bible Black to anybody who's not into... You know, uh, sacrifices and lots of blood and death. And yep, not for me. Nope. God, no. Creepy, weird sex scenes, too. Okay, nope. Just, yeah. Well, for me, this is a weird story, and it happened twice. One was in Smash, and the other one was in Supernova. And one lovely day in Smash 2017, I was just taking photos in the gaming hall because why not? I was talking with a guy because why not? You know, it's nice to talk to people. And suddenly there was this one girl who was like, oh my god, are you cutie Jaya? And oh my god, my old username. And I was like, oh, 
do I do you, you know me? And she was like, yeah, I watch your fandom meetup videos. And she told me about that she watched like the meetups and that she likes Dan and Phil as well. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe it. I met a fan in an anime convention out of all the places. I mean, I didn't expect it to happen, but it was the most awkward thing that has ever happened because I didn't expect it to happen. Like, I didn't have that many subscribers. I don't even have that many subscribers now. And I was just really nervous. But at least that one, I was like, okay, it's just a convention. But the weird part was explaining to the guy what the hell just happened. He was just watching me, talking to this fan, and he was like, oh, so what was that about? Was she your friend? And I had to explain to him, um, I'm actually a YouTuber in some degree. Like, I make videos. They're mostly shit posts. And he was like, oh, really? I would love to see your channel. And I'm like, please, God, no, God, no, 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 no. But the weirdest part was during Supernova this year. I was just in the comic book area and I was just taking a break. And then there was this one girl who approached me and she was like, you're the one who posts about Lazy Town, don't you? Like, you're the student editor who won't stop posting about Lazy Town. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and I was just so freaking nervous. I had was I was like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, if it's Dan and Phil, it was like, yeah, that's normal. Like, it's not too normal, but at least they were in tour and everything. This person recognized me for Lazy Town and being the student editor in my university. I was like, what the freak is going on? I mean, at least my branding changed, but I'm like, I want to burn that branding. I want to die inside. I was screaming internally. I was so nervous. She was also nervous. But we were just talking a bit, and I had to explain to her that it's a good show. I enjoy it. And she's like, no shame, but you do post it a lot. And I'm like, uh, I know people who post way more than me. That's true. I think the funny thing is that depending on which country you are, casual fans might be categorized as the hardcore fans. And that may cause a few problems. Mm, yeah... They might think, oh, you must know all the information. You must know their birthdays. And I'm like, I know someone who's friends with the composer. Yep. So in conclusion, basically, casual fans are also like normal fans, basically. Like, when you go to conventions, it's the casuals and the hardcore fans and just the ones in between. They all come together just to enjoy that one thing. And pretty much casual fans can do the same things that hardcore fans can do. So this is the end of episode 1 of Casual Nerds. Matt, what do you think? Do you think this is a successful first try? Or we just didn't plan this very well that we pretty much bullshit the crap out of everything? Uh, more so the second one. So if you want to follow us, we have our own YouTube channels. We also are involved in this forum site, which is called Stay Active. This, it was Joey's idea. Don't ask. We just like, why not do it? Yeah, I'm an admin on there. Same here. And yeah, links down below on how you can follow us. And this is just going to be a monthly podcast of us rambling about stuff that we're into and weird stories that we want to share. Indeed. So yeah, Matt, do you want to say goodbye or is there anything else you want to say? Uh, not off the top of my head, but uh, all right. To everybody who listened, thank you for listening. This is Mega DJ Matt. I hope you enjoyed and I am signing out. And this is Ari, and this is the end of Casual Nerds. See you guys next month.